Here's today's federal newscast. I'm Eric White. An IRS contract award protest filed by Equifax is shot down by the Government Accountability Office. GAO says the company's complaint was based on an unreasonable interpretation of the IRS's solicitation. The award had sparked outrage in Congress after Equifax denounced its systems were hacked, putting 145 million people at risk for identity theft. The IRS will be proceeding with Experian, an Equifax competitor that won the original contract award. DHS tells agencies to close a major path for cyber attacks. The Homeland Security Department issues its sixth binding operational directive yesterday, requiring agencies to apply email and website security protocols over the next four months. DHS is giving agencies 90 days to implement the Domain-Based Message Authentication Reporting and Conformance, or DMARC protocol, and the Start TLS protocol, which tells the sending email server that the capability to encrypt an email in transit is present. The directive also mandates agencies to further implement website and web services security standards over the next 120 days. I'm Jason Miller. A new feature on Congress's website lets you see what agencies are sending to the House of Representatives. Users of Congress.gov can now view communications to the House, which include reports submitted by executive agencies, often required by legislation. The items posted go back to January of 2015. The Veterans Affairs Department sends Congress its ideas for replacing the Veterans Choice Program. The Veterans Coordinated Access and Rewarding Experiences Act will eliminate the 30-day, 40-mile eligibility rule for veterans looking for private sector care. It would also include new workforce tools to help strengthen VA staffing levels. Both the House and Senate Veterans Affairs Committees are expected to debate the bill in the next few weeks. A member of the House wants feds who are paid hourly wages to receive the benefits of locality pay adjustments. Pennsylvania Democrat Matt Cartwright's Locality Pay Equity Act would require the Office of Personnel Management to use the current locality pay areas to update the wages for federal hourly workers. The Army is considering adding extra deployment pay for soldiers. Sergeant Major of the Army Daniel Daly says the hope is to incentivize soldiers to stay fit for deployability. About 100,000 soldiers are currently non-deployable due to injury or obesity. Other ideas are being considered, like cutting tuition assistance for non-deployable soldiers. A new study says stingy policies regarding travel reimbursement may be hurting retention for military reservists. Federal News Radio's Jared Serbu has details. The military's reserve components generally pitch their recruiting messages as requiring a commitment of just one weekend a month for inactive duty training. But the study by the Government Accountability Office points out that current DOD policies generally force reservists to pay their own way to travel to those training sites, no matter how far away they are. GAO says the department's own officials have expressed concern that those policies present a retention problem, but it's impossible to say how significant the problem is because DOD doesn't keep sufficient data on the impacts of its travel policies. Jared Serbu, Federal News Radio. A former high-ranking Navy employee is sentenced for his role in a kickback scheme. William Hudson-Piller was the head of the Norfolk Ship Support Activities Financial Department. The Virginian pilot reports he was sentenced to 40 months in prison after pleading guilty to receiving about $36,000 in gifts for steering business to defense contractor Global Services Corps. And call it the Harvey Weinstein effect, Interior Secretary Ryan Zinke wants to end harassment and discrimination at the National Park Service. More now from Tom Temin in today's management report. Zinke and Acting Director Mike Reynolds revealed a survey showing 38% of NPS employees reported experiencing harassment or discrimination. 10% reported sexual harassment within the last year. Three out of four say they didn't report problems to supervisors. Now Zinke and Reynolds roll out a plan to end it with fresh policies, more investigators, and expanded employee training. I'm Tom Temin. Find these stories at federalnewsradio.com and subscribe to the Federal Newscast on Podcast One or iTunes. You can also follow us on Twitter at Federal Newscast. I'm Eric White.